On this episode of Quantum Week, March 5th through 11th, 1995. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year, and we talk about movies and music and headlines, and this is our Patreon number two show with... Outbreak and Sour Times by Portishead. Right. And we're going to play a game. Uh, it'll be uh, top five Morgan Freeman movies. Great. Okay. I'm going to do it. Great. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Uh, should we get into Outbreak? Yeah, let's do that. Um, I think this movie's okay. Do, do, what do you think about this film? So this movie uh, is very... is. You're going to say... I Few movies have aged worse without being like about raping some young <laughs> girl or something. Uh, this movie has been destroyed by time to the point it's now rendered, you know, I say irrelevant, but rendered to be like just ridiculous. Is it because silly? Like the science behind it? Is that why? Everything. A couple yeah. different things. One thing is going against it, which is the, the science behind it, And just the, the idea that we now know a pandemic wouldn't sure. play out this way. Sure. And then B... You have a major star uh, in the movie, Kevin Spacey, who you are basically forced to feel sympathy for, but it's impossible because you know he's a bad guy. I don't feel sympathy for him at all. Of yeah. course not. You're we right. don't. Right. Yeah. And you're not going to in this role. Yeah. So, um, so you have kind of two major things going against it. One thing, obviously, you know, in how could they know in 2020, uh, you know, no, those, they would, so, they would so, know so, it. You know, you can't really necessarily blame the producers, for, uh, script, screenwriter and the director for that, but you certainly can for the script. Um, which is, you know, the, the opposite movie of this is Contagion. Contagion is a 2011 movie by Steven Soderbergh. Yep. Uh, have you seen it? I have not seen it. That's okay. a Damon film. Yeah. Okay. So I saw Contagion for the first time a few months ago. Um, it is brilliant. It, uh, it, you know, 2011. So you know, nine years ago, they, they're using words like social distancing. Yeah. They're showing a, a plague to come from China, um, with probably, uh, you know, we came, came from a food situation there which right. a lot of people feel this maybe this is how coronavirus is. there's so many parallels to the situations that are happening now to how the cdc is reacting uh issues are happening and, and just just you know the fact that they do eventually uh have a vaccine in that movie but it ends up you know it takes a long time for it to produce yeah. you know this yeah. movie they have they, this movie so ridiculous this movie they they kill a monkey or they, i'm sorry they get a monkey and they have a vaccine for it like an hour later. Right. Like, I, I don't even understand like, no, it, it what, what's happening. No, and, and actually, and what they were going to, we're, we're pumping it out by the leader. That's not going to help you in this pandemic. You can't pump it out by the leader, lead, uh, leader and save everybody's life. If this thing is so contagious, as and they say it is. And kills so quickly. And kills so quickly. You need, like, how are you going to mass produce this shit? You're not going to be able to. It, it, it made no it's sense. It's just madness. And, yeah. it, and it's just silly. It's a silly action movie that doesn't care about the disease. Yep. It's a, it wants to be an action movie first and a disease movie second. But that's funny because the action doesn't really happen until the, I mean, you get a little bit in the beginning with the helicopter blowing up the village, but then really the, the standoff between the tiny little helicopter and the giant bomber, that, that's really the only action. But it is pretty boilerplate for like a disaster action movie. Yeah, where you, yeah, you yeah. This, the first half is setting up these characters sure. so in theory you would care about them and the second half is is the action sequences. But this movie, yes, it, it's called, uh, what's it called again? Outbreak. Outbreak. Yes. But it, the outbreak element of it is is almost irrelevant it could have been about no um I don't stopping know. a nuclear device yeah or yeah. pollution or, or pollution. whatever yeah. whatever problem you want to create sure you know there are a couple of scenes where it does show the outbreak in the first half movie the more in the better half of the movie is that first half uh but by the second half it could really be about anything it could have been the, yeah. the outbreak itself is just a macguffin it's just a way to get you to, to the next 
point of the plot. Right. Where Contagion, the entire movie is about this disease, yeah. this virus, and how it would affect everybody. And um, it's chilling. Uh, Contagion is so much more effective. It's so much more exciting. It's so much scarier. It's better performances, even though, you know, you have a great cast here. Performances in Contagion are way better. I, I cannot say enough good things about Contagion. I'm going to have to watch it. And I can't say enough, like, just boring, milk toast, lukewarm things about this movie that now are now been rendered to be almost like parody. At this point, the movie is almost a parody. It's almost a parody. Did you find, so you mentioned the cast. It's a pretty phenomenally wasted cast. Compl- it, there are a few movies that have wasted a better cast more than this one. I mean, right. this movie does a magnificent job uh, wasting a cast. And think about who it has. So let's talk about it. Morgan Freeman. Yep. Uh, Dustin Hoffman. Well, let me go through the least. Oh, yes, okay. Sorry. Morgan Freeman, Dustin Hoffman, and Rene Russo. That's, those are the people that were kind of above the title. Yep. Those are kind of the big names. You know, uh, Dustin Hoffman, obviously the biggest name. Um, this is part of his action star phase of his career. I'll, we'll walk through his, his 90s career a little bit in a, in a bit. Sure. Rene Russo, uh, peak Rene Russo. Absolutely. You know, this is you know, coming off the two Lethal Weapon movies. Yep. Major League, you know, this is, you know. And then Morgan Freeman, who's, you know, coming off Driving Miss Daisy and uh, Unforgiven. Um, and oh, does right. this. Yeah, so, of course, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, then you have, you know, supporting cast is, like you said, Donald Sutherland, Sutherland Kevin Spacey, Spacey. Uh, and uh, Cuba. Cuba Gooding Jr. before he was famous, but still, I mean, you know, he, Cuba Gooding Jr. is in uh, A Few Good Men. He's in this. He's in Jerry Maguire. He, right. His 90s were stacked. Really stacked. He's one of the my least, like I, I like him one of the least in terms of uh, actors ever. He's not good. He's not good. He but, should never have won the Oscar. This is that, no, but this one, this role is actually pretty good for him. He's really subdued just because the character. I just don't believe that he's no. going to, why, why is he throwing, why is he committing all of these criminal acts just because he likes Dustin Hoffman? That's it why. not make any sense. Yeah, it, yeah I, I can see that. Yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah, stealing helicopters and getting in the way of. So you, have, you have those like six major actors and I feel like I'm still forgetting somebody. You have, you know. Patrick Dempsey's Patrick in there. Patrick Dempsey's the seventh. Okay. Yeah. So Dempsey, whatever. You know, he's kind of in a weird part of his career. But you have those six major actors there um, at different points of their career. I get it. Yeah, but, but Spacey's already done Glenn Gary, Glenn, Glenn and Ross. He had just, and this and, was the same time he just did Seven. And this, and he had already done Usual, Usual Suspects, too. Seven comes out the same year. I at, I think it's the same. It's like right around the same time. I, I don't think he done Usual Suspects. He hadn't won an Oscar. I thought Usual Suspects was prior to this. Usual Suspects was 96. Was it really? I think seven. Maybe I got that wrong. Maybe I'm reversing them. Could be. I think. But at least he's I done, be, maybe he's he, done Glenn Gary. Maybe this is right before he did Seven. He definitely did Glenn Gary. Yeah. Yes. So this could be right before it all, but from regardless, he's a very talented actor. He's won two Oscars. Yeah, he's in a role that's written so badly. He tries to be funny. They try to make he him does, a comic yeah. relief. I just, he's got I, even to, down to the the way he looks with the blonde hair. Like what? He has the same hair he has for. Does he have weird hair in seven too? I think he did not back seven. To back. No, no, seven is shaved hair with the oh, widow's you're right. peak. You're right. But he did have blonde hair blonde and something hair. else. Oh, it was L.A. Confidential maybe, or he had, yeah, he had blonde hair or something. something else. I'm all I'm all like. Uh, I'm all confused with Kevin Spacey's career here <laughs> yes. and the order of operations there. But uh, you're absolutely right. But Kevin Spacey is a com- So here's a quick thing I wanted to throw at you. Yeah. Okay. So Kevin Spacey is a comic review of this movie. Fails miserably. Does not, it, does, it doesn't work. It's no, it doesn't. Just, I'm not saying Kevin Spacey can't be funny. He can be, but not being just blunt comic review. It doesn't no, work. No, no. Philip Seymour Hoffman is that same role in Boogie Nights and Twister. That's right. Especially Twister because it's a disaster movie. And he makes it work a lot better. He does. So... Is Kevin, is Philip Seymour Hoffman a better actor than Kevin Spacey? I, oh, that's a tough I one. I say yes by a mile. You think by a mile? By a mile. Oh, I don't know. I think Kevin Spacey's act where it's thin, it does not age well. Beyond the offenses stuff, I just think he's just, he, he has a ceiling. 
And I feel Philip Seymour Hoffman really almost doesn't. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's tough. I'd have to think about it more. Philip Seymour Hoffman hey, is but he funnier. would work better. He would work better in this film. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because he doesn't take. He would not take himself as seriously. No, I, you know, Spacey can't have his own way he here. He can't. No, he can't. Philip Seymour Hoffman is funnier in Mission Impossible Three than Kevin Spacey is that's in this true. movie. That's true. And like he's the bad. <laughs> he he's the, the bad heavy guy. in that movie. And he's funnier. <laughs> yeah. Like he, and Kevin Spacey's just not. They should have had a comedian. I know. I didn't just. I guess they wanted just to. I mean, he's a great actor. I he get is, it. Yeah. But, why not just go with a comedian? I maybe they, they just didn't want to commit to to that funny. Maybe they wanted, you know, maybe they thought it would buff, like make this movie more of a buffoonery. You know, if they, just if they did that, I, but it didn't. He does not work. You're right. He doesn't work. It was a big waste. I think it was a huge waste of cast. Yes. Because in, not only not only is it you know the script, but also you think about the time that they're in front of the camera. Like how much? What is Morgan Freeman? Is he got like five minutes of this film, seven minutes of this film? He doesn't have a lot. He's got more than that. Yeah, but it's still not a lot. He, has the, most, Donald, he has the only really interesting role in this movie. He does, right? Because yes, because there's because the, there's actual he's conflict. The, there's, right, there's conflict. There's moral conflict. Donald, so, that's the problem. Sutherland is completely one dimensional. Even which is Hoffman, such a shame. This, it's such a shame. Sutherland is so like, he's really he's good. Just, actor. He's like a, a Batman villain. Yeah. He's just wildly evil. Yeah. Which I always talk about in this show, but definitely go back and watch it. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I just watched it a couple. Like Nineteen seventy-eight. Did you love it? Yeah, it's great. It's great, right? And he's yeah. so good in it. He is awesome. Um, you know, Donald Sutherland is a great actor. He's uh, it's kind of cartoonish, but he's really good even in Backdraft. He plays an uh, he plays oh, an arsonist. So long ago. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he's very good. And uh, see him in, he's a very small part, but yeah. he's good. He he's. I think Donald Sutherland's a really good actor. He's a really good like, actor. He better was than a, his kid. What's that? Better than his kid. Better, better than his kid. Than Kiefer. Yeah, Kiefer has some hits Kiefer's pretty misses, good, but he's, he's, but he's nothing. Better. Donald's no. way better. Yeah, he's way better. Um, but in this, like, I, I don't blame him. There's, the script is just terrible. It's right. just not a good script. No, it was written as a one-dimensional character. But even Dustin Hoffman is kind of a one-dimensional character, too. He's just sort of, uh, I mean, you see a lot more heart there, and you have the relationship parallel going on with him and Rene Russo as, as you know, their, their marriage is disintegrating. There's, more, there's more for him to do, but he's still, I'm the hero. I'm the villain. Like there's no moral conflict there. You're right. Morgan Freeman's the only moral conflict. Right. Yeah. Cause even Rene Russo is, is purely good. Yes, exactly. You yeah. know, Kevin Spacey's character is purely good. You know, that's purely yeah. bad. Does and he you know, die? I don't, did they show him die? They don't, I guess he does die. They don't, show, I had the same question. Cause I, I was like, did so I, I miss something? So in case you don't know this movie, uh, this movie is about an uh, outbreak that happens in a, eventually a town, uh, in California, in California with 2,600 people kind of gets quarantined. Uh, martial and, law, not just quarantined, but yes, like, I'm sorry. The yes. army comes in, shuts them down, shuts them down. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, this kind of a race to try to find the cure before they blow the town up. Right. Um, and you already know that they would absolutely blow this town up because they did the same thing 30 years ago. Same players did the same thing 30 years ago to a town in Africa, blew them up right? to, to contain the, the contagion. Which wasn't a terrible scene. It wasn't a terrible scene? The first scene wasn't bad. Um, oh, no. no it was interesting. Movie. Like, yeah, oh, it was interesting. Oh, oh it's kind of, I'm not on this. Yeah. Um, but then... It, it, well, because immediately you see the moral implication. You're like, Jesus Christ. Right. And, but uh, it never really takes that risk again the rest nah, of the movie. It doesn't. And it is a rated R movie, so you think, all right, well, this is a movie that can kind of, you know, do some things potentially. Um, Must have only been rated R because of the gross factor, the language as well. I guess the you language. Say fuck twice, R Mac R. Really? Yep. You probably told me that before, yep. and I still fuck, can't fuck, believe R. that. Yep. That's dumb. That's fucked up. That's fuck fucked up. Sometimes movies try to do it. On, they do that. All, it is. I agree that it isn't great. They do it on purpose, though. Like if you're a movie studio and you want to get an R, that's the way to do it. Fuck some cred. rather than have like you know just, you know, random nudity or some random violence yeah. for no reason to get the R. This way, you know, if you're a studio, you can manip- you cannot manipulate, but you can basically... You can guarantee it. Guarantee have an automatic R, right? So would you do... Why would you get an R, though? Why would you do that? Street cred? 
Uh, sometimes for a dr- dramatic effect, like if you want to have more of an adult drama, if you're like, hey, we make this adult drama, but if it's rated PG, it's not going to sell. If I make an adult drama, it's rated R, maybe, maybe the right it, people will go to see it. Yeah. So it self-selects the I audience. I, mean, I do it myself a little bit, even subconsciously. It's like, ah, oh, there's a, a big drama coming out. It's rated PG. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's not going to take a lot of chances. I bet it's kind of might be kind of by the book, or might be kind of even if it might not be. But it might, that always, I always do like. I do like a double take when I see it's a PG adult drama. It's I just strange. don't. I don't know what things are rated anymore. I just don't know. I, I guess I don't notice. I don't have cable. Maybe that's why I don't. So I don't see commercials. I just like find that. it. I just like I like the box office reports. Yeah, I'm yeah. always interested in what things are rated. I just like the business of movies, and that's a big part of the business is what things are rated and yeah. how things are rated. And I just find that interesting. I, it's probably just a more of a nerdy. But the ratings really, you're right. It doesn't really matter. I mean, does it? I mean, well, I mean movie theaters don't really even exist anymore, right? <laughs> no, so just nothing matters. I wonder if uh, Netflix or will will throw up ratings because that that doesn't really happen in streaming. Netflix has up warnings, so they'll have they their own like, hey, this has this, this, and this, yeah. but. Uh, to be rated, it has to go in front of a board, Motion Picture uh, Association, Association of America, and uh, and they they rate it. So if a movie is not going to go into a theater, you wouldn't go through the exercise of having it rated. Typically, although everything is changing. But is that an FCC mandated situation? Like you, FCC, do, or does is there is it? Are you legally mandated if you're going to go nope. into a public theater? Do you have to go th- through the no, MPAA? It would just come out as not rated. But when you do that, it looks could, like X. It looks like X, and you can you can have some. You can have some really negative, you know, people are not going to go see a not rated movie. Like they, 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 they done it. They, people have done that. People, <sighs> people have brought a movie to the, to the MPAA and they're like, you know what? We're going to give this an X. They're like, well, fuck you. We're going to go not rated. People still don't go. It's yeah. not like it has, you know, so pe- people would rather just have a rating than no it's rating. Crazy how conditioned we've become with that. It is because I mean, ratings didn't even exist until like 1965 or something. So like that, nothing yeah. even like had a rating until like the mid sixties. So, and then PG 13 didn't happen until 84. Right. So like, we become right. So now it's like, if you don't have a rating parents, just like confused where it's just like, uh, but then again, I'm also this person that doesn't really believe in. Well, you were raised, censoring. Yeah. Yes, your your so. family raised you so that you could, you, they didn't, they weren't going to we keep have, you from like, watching. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I mean, I, I was basically the same way. I mean, I saw aliens uh, on HBO when I was a kid. It freaked me the fuck out. And I, I think I, um, I mentioned too, that I saw Beverly Hills cop when it came out in the theater, in the theater. Yeah. I was like in second grade or something. Yeah. And my second grade That's friends young. did not remember or sorry, did not believe me. Did not believe they're like, no, you, your dad didn't. No, he, he took me right. to see that. So I wasn't really shut off from that stuff either. So I think we, we had similar. Yeah, I just, I mean, I don't, I don't really, nowadays too, if kids are like three clicks away from like hardcore pornography in their phones, like, <laughs> I, I mean, is it really, what are we no, doing here? Like, is it that bad if they see a guy's head get chopped off in a movie or someone says the word fuck twice? I don't, I don't really, I mean, it's not pleasant. I don't, I don't really get it. Yeah. But whatever. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you like this movie at all? So I think it's okay. The my I like Dustin Hoffman kind of always. So yeah. he's he's fun to watch and I think he's good and I like Renee Russo too. I, so she's fun to watch. I like their relationship. They do a good job together. Kevin Spacey was weird. I yeah, I thought it was okay. I got it, it was it was a little bit it was sort of like um we talked about too in the zombie movies where it's it's kind of a drama for a while and then there's this huge and there's action for the last yeah. 30 minutes of the film which is kind of like do you need to do this where the chopper gets in the way of the fucking, you know, it's like, like 28 eh. days later. With yeah, exactly. That same thing. Right. Well, this is our fourth Dustin Hoffman movie we've covered in the show. We covered uh, Rain Man, uh, Midnight Cowboy, and Sleepers, and this. Um, this is by far the worst of those movies. Oh, absolutely. Like, by far. Absolutely. Um, uh, I mean, you understand why he probably takes a role like this. I mean, I think, I think there was a part of Dustin Hoffman that always wanted to be an action star. Um, yeah, you said you said there were a few. Yeah, let's go through his movies that, in the '90s here a little bit. Um, and you know, he you know by this point in the nine you know the '90s began. He'd already you know uh, been in Tootsie, Midnight Cowboy, The Graduate, 
I mean, he had already become an iconic, absolutely, you know, figure yeah. for and sure. Rain Man by and yeah. Rain Man yeah. uh, to close out the '80s. So yeah. right, so we're talking about a guy that's won multiple Oscars. Like you know, this is a guy that has had quite a career. So he starts 1990 off with with Dick Tracy, which he plays a bad guy. And it's kind of a fun comic movie, but it's it's still like you know, it's a pretty heavy duty. It's a you know he he's not even the bad guy. I think Al Pacino that cast was just stacked. It was all one yeah. day's friends. Yeah. So you could say all right, he's doing it as a favor, so we can just I guess cross that one up. But it's still like an action comic movie, not typical Dustin Hoffman. Sure. Then in '91 he does Billy Bathgate, which is a terrible movie. It's a mob movie. It does not work. <sighs> I probably saw it. It's just so long. Nicole ago. Kidman. The, it's who it's, is the main? Who's the main character in that? Is he the main character? Billy Bathgate, though. Like the kid is. Yeah. He's the bad guy. He's a bad guy. Dutch Schultz. Um, I think Bruce Willis in that too. It's a bad movie. Yeah. Uh, then he does Hook. Oh, that's right. Which, Actually, I like Hook. <laughs> I think Hook's terrible. But it, uh, I mean, I haven't seen it since I was Hook, a kid. Hook's not good. Um, but. <laughs> Um, he, you know, he's playing Captain Hook, you know, yeah. very much like a, a broad, it, it, yes, it's not an action, but it is, it has some action is, scenes yeah, and right. so he's doing stuff there that he didn't typically do. Right. Uh, 92 is a movie called Hero, which is not, not an action movie, but it's more of a drama. Right? Yes. Yeah, uh, but 90, so then he takes this three years off and he has Outbreak in 95, mm. which is a total action movie. This is a complete action movie he jumps out of a helicopter he does jump out of a boat. that's like, true this yeah. is dustin hoffman jumping like it's just insane I know, that's weird. it's that just, weird. so stupid yeah. and this is this is him trying to be you know this is as close as gonna get to bruce willis diehard i mean right. that's what he's trying to do here uh 96 he follows it up with sleepers um which he plays which is great he's back he's to, awesome back to basics right. yeah character because dustin hoffman really is a character actor yep. you know he doesn't have uh you know leading man looks or anything yeah you know, he's drunk lawyer supporting actor and and every scene he's in he just knocks the ball out of the park he's great he's it's, great we, we covered sleepers in an earlier show oh if you're a patreon person you know that already yeah um we go up sleepers uh then in uh he does wag the dog in 97 which is a very good drama barry levinson yep uh but then barry levinson follows it up with sphere it's that movie with oh, sharon right. stone is another like action movie which doesn't quite work um yeah it's a space uh, it's a sci-fi one. Too. Yeah. yeah like what is i mean what is dustin often doing like it's just strange to that, me. that that is very strange you don't you don't picture him in space you don't picture, you don't picture him, him as, a, as a pirate or a pirate you don't picture him jumping out of a no, helicopter that's not what we want from dustin and Hoffman. maybe he just kind of got i mean maybe he got bored winning oscars maybe maybe, maybe he wanted to get rich i don't know what his or not it wasn't already rich maybe he wanted even more money i don't know yeah that is a very strange but a strange time, time and I, it's kind of a bummer because you're like man i wonder if he had if he had devoted himself to making as good, all the presidents, man, think about all the movies this guy's in. Yeah. If he had devoted as much time in the seventies, Kramer and, and versus the 90s, Kramer. Kramer's Kramer. Yeah. If he had devoted as much time in the nineties as he did in the seventies and early eighties, probably making five quality, Oscars. Well, yeah, right. Yeah, you're, would you're he right. Would he have picked up an Oscar or two extra? Probably. And you're like, oh, and now I, it's kind of too late. Oh, now, well, now it's done. But, yeah. Um, now he's old, and he had some Me Too stuff around him. Oh shit. Yeah, a little. It wasn't like heavy duty, but it was there. Yeah. Uh, so now he's kind of done. And now, I mean, now he's he's almost eighty years old. I mean, right. You know, he's not gonna it's over now, but um, it's actually great. So yeah, we don't see him in those because he's like, he's a great everyman. He's a great guy. Like you can, re- you relate to him all the time. You relate to him yeah. in the role. So it's weird to see him in these or he'll do things that you can't relate to, but you believe because he's a good actor, like the character in sleepers. Like, sure. you know, I'm not a drunk or whatever, no, of or even like uh, midnight cowboy. Like, you know, he brings humanity to a role. It's kind of a disgusting. It is a disgusting, gross role. And he brings a real humanity to it. Yeah, but you're right. Or he's a lead- or everyday man. And like Kramer is Kramer. Or, you know, uh, all the presidents, men even like he's doing an amazing thing, but you, but he's still a human. And, and he, yeah. he, Justin Hoffman, when he acts, he's so human. That's like his best quality. Um, so to do these like things where you're, you know, this makeup with Hook and with uh, right. uh, Dick Tracy, you're in all this makeup. You can't really see your face. And I don't know, man. Like it's kind of a bummer. 
it's not really a big deal, I guess, but no, I mean, you know, it doesn't really affect our life too much, but it would have been cool to see. Well, him. I mean, it, I mean, we're too, then I guess nothing matters. Then. What I mean right. is that, uh, whether he wins another Oscar or not, I kinda, fine, well, I just like the guy just, you know, wasted some potential here. Yeah. Agreed. Wag the dog. Interesting. Cause you know, you got him and De Niro and Levinson and all three of them had immediate huge career downturns. Like right after that, like right after that, they all, everyone's career went to shit for a long time or ever or forever went to shit. Oh, it, whether, oh yeah. Just interesting. Yeah. You know, cause like De Niro didn't win, didn't have a lot of, I, uh, you know, he got the nominated to the Oscar for uh Cape fear. Yep. And then he went like, he had this huge drought until, um, until, uh, Silver Linus playbook we talked about in that show. Right. But like the stuff he was doing in the nineties wasn't winning Oscars, but it was still, it was still good. You still had heat. You still had Ronan. You still had, you'd still uh, had casino. Good, you'd still had uh, casino. Uh, yeah, a Bronx Tale. Like he was still yeah. he was still doing good of stuff. Course. In the first decade of two thousands, he's not doing anything good. Yeah. And it's kind of true with Hoffman, dude. Hoffman's like early two thousands are like not good. And it's like what what happened with that? Like what was in the fucking what was the what was like craft was services in, putting out there for food that ruined other <laughs> people's career? Hoffman was in I Heart Huckabees in the mid two thousands, which I liked. But uh yeah, right. it wasn't and then, doing and much. a claim movie, but like but yeah, there it wasn't, wasn't much there. You're like no. what what happened to this guy? He's completely fell off the map. And all three and so did Eleven, all three of them kinda of like fell off the map after that movie. It's an interesting, you know, probably coincidence more than anything else, but it is strange. Maybe we'll get to it. We can um, it. Yeah, it's, I guess that's all. I don't know. Outbreak, uh, anything else you have on it? Oh, one thing I do want to talk about that was a good part of it to get to defend the wheel, but there is a great scene. There's two scenes that try to show the, the scariness of the disease. One's in an airplane. doesn't quite work. Uh, the other one, because they're trying to make it like a, like a suspense thriller. The other one's in a movie theater. And it works because they don't try to do too much. Yep. And it's basically showing someone like laughing, and but they're sick. And then like, or someone like, I'm sorry, sneezing. And then everyone else is laughing and you can see the different like particles like fall into people's mouths. Right. Going and that's the closest mouth, yeah. thing to, and the obviously corny effect here. They do it in a movie theater. And you no, know, I, I, I first saw this movie in a movie theater and it's like, Oh, I get Ooh, what you're trying yeah, to do here. Course, yeah. you know, yeah. A little, a little too much, a little too on the news, but, um, but it did work. It was a really effective scene. And when this movie came out, that's what all the critics raged about was the, was that scene in particular. Sure. It was like, wow, like this, cause the scary thing isn't Dustin Hoffman jumping out of a plane or helicopters crashing together or whatever. It's that, any of us could get sick. It's not, yeah, it wasn't even the, the it wasn't even scary that they were going to drop a bomb on this no. on, on this town. Even though, I mean, in real life, that scares me more than probably a contagion. But uh, but fucking, but that that wasn't the scary part of the movie. Well, hold up, I, I can't. I'm, I'm more worried about martial law than I am uh, than I am like a Ebola coming and taking us out. Okay. Yeah. Do you think Ebola is going to come and take us out? Oh, you said dropping a bomb. No, but I mean, well, wiping out a town. Like I, I can, right. I can, I can. So see. you're more afraid that your town's going to get wiped out than like contracting a, a dangerous virus, even though right now there's a dangerous virus that exists. Yes, I'm more worried about martial law than I am about. Uh, but an yeah. actual bomb, or just like just the maybe, maybe some sort of firebomb, maybe nice like a little firebomb. <laughs> Do you know that like you're like you know like you're the only person that thinks that? Well, like you know like the rest of the world like thinks like. That's a crazy thought. I mean, it's happened before. Like uh, the the army has dropped a a uh, a bomb on a neighborhood before. I think it was in Baltimore. Well, people uh, have died from diseases before too. So yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, like, like right I, now, I, people I, are dying I, from viruses. So flu, flu, flu. But you, but you just as long as like so like, you can believe that that's okay. Yeah. But as long as you know that everybody else is worried about the th- Ebola situation is more not Ebola, but like coronavirus. I don't know if you heard it. This is a thing that's going this, on right now. Yes, this, I, this, I have this, heard about it. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but like I think people, you know, but uh, but people think that that's like a crazy thought. I'm not saying you're right or wrong. I'm just saying as long as you know that everyone else thinks you're crazy. I don't care about that. Okay. I don't care what everybody else thinks. Okay, about I know. <laughs> I, 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 when you say these things, you say it so earnestly, and I believe you. I, I'm no, not, I, I, I believe, but I, but you say it so earnestly without any hint of like 
everyone else thinks I'm crazy. Like you never preface it like, well, this is kind of nutty, but why would I, why would I preface it with that? Cause I, cause you're, cause you're talking to another human being. <laughs> you're, you're the human and being. Human beings are listening. Like <laughs> you sound like a madman. I sound like a madman because I'm more afraid of martial art, martial. I'm more afraid of the state killing people than I am a virus killing people. I mean that it, no, when you put it that way, no. It's, I mean, the state no, has killed the, like the, hundreds of millions of people. Not, not how it was originally framed. It was a bomb. <laughs> well, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I right, meant martial right. law. I meant I meant the government fucking, you know, trying to cover shit up and and taking some people out. Okay. I'm more afraid of that than I am in a Ebola situation. More, you, you seem to have Ebola, but like we have, we could take Corona probably because that's well, the yeah, it's but like it's not as right but, now. But Corona's not as deadly as a as no. as Ebola. Like nothing the, could be, the, no, and nothing could be as deadly as this fucking. That's why right, yeah, it kills too, right? you in 24 yeah. hours. I mean, but that that's the closest thing. Ebola or the what is it, the Hantavirus or something? The, the, yeah. Those two are the big the big ones. And, and Ebola can kill you with Ebola can kill you within days. Contagion. Like that can if there's a knock on contagion, is the disease probably moved too quick. For like a real Was life, it similar, similar. It's not qu- as quick as this. It does take some time. It's not as like cartoonish as yeah. this. Um, it's quite good, man. That movie is that that I I'm can't say enough. It. I can't I'm say enough good things it. about. It. Don't if you haven't seen this movie, don't watch this. Go watch uh, Contagion, unless you want to like just get drunk with your buddies and laugh. Um, the other thing is, yeah. uh, so Wolfgang Peterson, a f- like a weird. He's had a weird you well, know, we career. To, we, if you we, go back to our well, you're a Patreon person, so you know. I keep, you know, these people are like our super fans. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, so yeah. I get, uh, if, you're, if you're a newer person who haven't checked it out, the Poseidon one, we, t- we actually go through his career. We even do a game. Yeah. We do a brackets game with his career. Because you're right. He said this weird. Very weird. Like up and down. like Some like cool art films like Never, Never Ending, Ending Story, Story. Or, uh, or Enemy Mine even. Or um, even a cool like twist on an action movie with um the uh the eastwood um in the line of fire, line of fire. that's like a that's a good film really well done action movie and then he does troy which is actually a i, I, I haven't seen it yet. you haven't seen i like troy that did three or four hundred million in the box he's had some like big made money. This but, way, but it's good. Made money and this made money money too right but then some real flops like Poseidon. Poseidon and, noises. and this one isn't amazing I mean, Poseidon either. still is in our top five of the worst movies Right, I think it is. Yeah, it's in my top five. Know that the bottom five. Pretty sure. Um, So this obviously won't. You know, this. What do you give this? I give this movie a a C plus. Yeah, something like that. C plus C. C. I'll give it a C because you're right. When it came out, I gave it a B minus. I remember. I remember being disappointed when I saw it. Like, oh, they wasted a really good cast here, and I remember like thinking like, oh, you know, in the line of fire was really good. I was kind of sad to see what Peterson was going to do. But time has destroyed this movie. Yeah. Like it is. It is like it is destroyed. It. It's destroyed. A war in this. Like it's like the disease got into this movie. It's <laughs> destroyed like eating it, alive. it from the inside like, out. You know, we'll take Kevin Spacey from you. We'll right. Take away your ridiculous pandemic from you. We're just going to like, uh, what's Rot next? It from the inside. Well, yeah, I, it is. Hopefully it is. nothing. Hopefully nothing. Hopefully nothing's next. Uh, Did you want to talk about Morgan Freeman though? Morgan Freeman top five movies. Yeah, we can do that. This one's hard. This was, I have three honorable mentions. I have two honorable mentions, but that are four. <laughs> but no, okay. or maybe give yours then. Yeah. This so the, uh, like the Batman films. So and- I, I separated them out. Yes, I, I didn't. Okay, I just because it's kind of the same. I mean, and you think about how much time he is in these in those films. Not a ton. I know. So we did a Danny DeVito. We did a Danny DeVito, and I got we, during the uh, um, uh, heist. Uh, the heist no, film, wasn't uh, it? Heist, right? Yeah, with Gene Hackman. Yeah, yeah. We did our heist. top five Danny DeVito movies, right? I think so. And didn't, I think it was that one. And I think I got in trouble because I I think I said one full of the cuckoo's nest is my favorite DeVito movie. And people are like that's not a DeVito movie. I'm like, well, he's in it. He's in it. I can't. It's tough. I believe in the theory that there are no small parts, only small actors. So yes, even if only you have small, small people like Danny. Like Danny DeVito. But if you have a small part, you still are. I, I'm part not going to do yeah. best leading supporting. So, we, so are we doing best movies or him best in the film? I did best movies. I'm good with that. Okay. Perfect. So what are you on mention? I'm sorry. Um, gone Baby Gone in the Batman films. Okay. Mine are Dark Knight Returns, which is the last one. Yep. Seven. 
and Gone Baby Gone. Okay. Those are my honorable mentions. All right. I mean, I think we're going we're gonna to have some overlap here on these oh, films. Oh, you a lot of overlap here. Because he's done so much shit in his life. Which is interesting. Right. He's done a lot of movies, but, oh, but maybe a lot of bad ones. Really a lot of bad ones. And he, he didn't really do, start doing good films until... He was like seven, right? He's like 50 years old. He's 83 right now. Yeah. It took him forever. Um, so what's number five? Number five is Unforgiven. Mine too. Oh, it's going to be a lot it's of... mine too. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, he, yeah he's good. Seen, you know, we, we've done the episode on Unforgiven. Yeah. Um, what's your number four? Seven. Oh, okay. I really like seven. I mean, I don't need to see it again. I just, We're probably did, a, I just did a rewatch. Uh, did it not hold up? Or I had never seen it. Don't tell me it didn't hold it's up. Not that it didn't hold up. It does. The cool thing about seven is it, it doesn't have a lot of pop culture stuff. It could really take place at any time. They do yeah. a really good job of making it kind of timeless. Yep. I mean, there's no cell phones, but other than that, it really doesn't have a real like time to it. Um, but something about it just, maybe I'm just getting older. I thought it was so creepy when I saw it. It, when, it fucked when, me up when I when saw I it. When I first saw it, it was like one of my like 25 favorite. I mean, so I was a teenager, you know, the first time I saw it, I was so blown away. It's like one of my 25 favorite movies. I would never call that anywhere in like a favorite movie category, but I like as a movie that I really respected and thought was awesome. Like it was hard to like that film. It's 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 just so. I just thought it was just so dark. I just thought it was just an amazing piece of work. An amazing piece of work. Just just incredible, incredible movie. But in the rewatch, it didn't hold up. It was just. I mean, a lot of it now is I've seen it you know ten times. Yeah, you know everything. I know what's going to happen. So a lot of the you know, um, but it just just something just felt just not. I don't know. Almost like it was like trying to it or like you know flexing a little too much. Still a good movie. If someone loves it, I totally get it. Um, and maybe I've just seen it too many times. And maybe I'm just getting too old for it. Could be. Yeah. Uh, my, I respect the shit out of that film. My number four is Batman Begins. Okay. That's um, good. Batman Begins is a, the, oh, the best superhero origin movies. The best one ever is 1978 Superman. Yep. Which we're never going to cover on this show, right. which makes me very sad. Sorry about that. Um, the number two best superhero origin movie is Batman Begins. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's great. Yeah. I love those films. Those three are great. Very good. Yeah. What's your number three? Number three is uh, Invictus. Ooh, I don't have this on my list. I've never seen this. Very good film. He uh, plays Nelson Mandela. Very good film. Matt Damon. Um, Clint Eastwood directed. Yes, he did. Which, yeah. I mean, you see a lot. Like a lot of Clint Eastwood overlap with uh, with our good buddy. Well, they have a good. Morgan Freeman. They get along really well. So. Yeah, they do. Um, wow. Okay, that's a good one. So I don't have that list. You should see it. It's good. Yes. Well, we might run into it anyway. I hope we do. I hope we do. That, yeah. that would be awesome. I would, that would Damon's great too. Yeah. They both got nominated, didn't they? I know he did. I can't remember if Damon he did. He being. Oh, I'm sorry. I know if Freeman did. I'm not sure if, uh, if Damon, Damon did. did too. He might have. Uh, number three is Million Dollar Baby. Okay. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, just incredible movie. So these three, the top three, by the way, are all um, A movies for me. Yeah. Uh, they're all in my top uh, maybe 20, 30 movies all yeah. time. Um, I hope we run into it soon. Uh, I considered it for my birthday week. Um, yeah. I, I really, I really love this movie. Um, and he's so good in it where, you know, I definitely, you know, obviously the first people to think of in this movie are of course Eastwood and Swank. Yep. Of course. But you know, it really though, you know, he, he is so, and this is, he won an Oscar for this, didn't he? I think so. Um, he's won two. I think, I think this is one of them. Has he won two? I think he's won two. He was nominated five times. I think he's won two. Uh, he's, uh, he's just, he, it's, it's, it's such a, it's just a soft, quiet role. Yeah. And he never does too much. He never needs to like, you know, prove his, he, like, there's no like wacky or out of character moments from him. He's, he's fine just being another piece or another, almost like blowing into the wall yep. of this old gym. He's fine with that. And, um, he nails quiet roles, nails them yes. because he's got so, so much intensity inside that you, that just comes out like 
you you see like you see his humanity. You see you see he means it, but he he just nails those quiet. He's roles. a confident actor. He's because extremely like, confident. Look at like Unforgiven as well. Like I mean, this is a guy you know you're up there with all these like, major actors, yeah. and he just. But he also doesn't need to, even in like Outbreak. Outbreak's a shitty movie. I get it. But like, he's never once like, I feel like Donald Sutherland was like doing a bit too much. Yeah. Like Freeman yelled a few times in this, but only when he kind of really had to. Yep. You never really see Freeman acting because he's so good. Like it's just natural. He's done a bunch of films with, or maybe two or three films with Hackman too. Like, and and still he, he never, he never has to, he never feels, you never feel like he has to prove himself in these films when he's with, when he's with great actors. He's Other really actors. good. He's, he's, really good. he's a really confident actor and that's, that's a real that's skill. A, I love him. I just think it's so, it frustrates me that he's been in such like so many bad, 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 yeah, he's bad, been bad, some bad, diary bad, movies. bad, bad movies. Yeah. And I don't get it. He doesn't, he didn't have to. Yeah. Um, so number two for me is million dollar baby. Okay. I mean, he's, he's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal film. My number two is the dark Knight. Yeah, that's um, great. which I, you know, obviously, I guess you could say it's not a Morgan Freeman movie. If you're going to shit, you know, this is my one for the cuckoo's nest on the list. <laughs> he's not in it a ton. I get it, but it's a great, I can't leave it off. I mean, he's in it. He's a part of it. Yeah. It's a great movie. Um, it's, uh, it still holds up really well. Um, a masterpiece. It's a great film. No one's best work. Uh, it's really good. And number one, I guess we say at the same time. Shawshank. Shawshank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shawshank, we haven't hit. I really hope we do. It's going to be hard to hit just from the nature of what we do with the show because it wasn't a hit for very long. Right. We're almost going to like have to pick it or hope someone does just pick it. It's going to have to be in a top 10 somewhere. It's, I think it only was top 10 like three times. Yeah. That's the thing is like we have, you know, there's like 2,000 weeks. So the odds of us landing on it oh, are, are pretty slim. Yeah. So um, that's the problem when you have movies that are like don't have huge box office and kind of just but something I desperately want to cover. But another quiet, intense role for him. He just, he's so good. I mean, it's perfect. I mean, him and Robbins are so good. It's it's like Freeman's really good at showing friendship on screen. Cause like, look at unforgiven. There's that friendship between him and Eastwood. That's kind of, cause that's the only, why else would this guy go out there? You you have to believe in that. That's right. And why else would Freeman and Robbins, like you have, like if two actors were lesser than Freeman and Robbins here on this movie, this shushing wouldn't work. Wouldn't work. No way. Even um, Million Dollar Baby, you believe the friendship that Eastwood and Freeman have. That's like, right. You just believe that this guy is the, which is a friendship is a hard thing to put on screen. It, it can. Yeah, you have, you, right. You have. It's look at Outbreak. Right, exactly. Hoffman and Spacey are supposed to be friends. You don't buy it for a second. Nah. They're, they're not talking the right speed. No. Nope. They're, they're trying to bust balls, but it feels weird. It does. It's like, and these are two Oscar, multiple Oscar winning actors that can't do it. But Morgan Freeman, anytime you ask him to be someone's friend, even in Outbreak, I believed he was, to some extent, Don Sutherland's friend. Way more than I believed that Hoffman and Spacey, Spacey were, friends. were friends. I agree. Yeah, you're totally right. You need to have chemistry on 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 set, and he does. He he can have. He's. It seems like he has chemistry with anybody, even other shitty actors. Like, yes. Even like in a Bruce Almighty type of film, or whatever. Right. I don't know what it is, or whatever. Right? Any what, yeah, garbage movies he's in, or even like think about Batman. Obviously, the Dark Knight movies are fantastic. But him and even in Batman Begins, you see him and Bale have a connection instantly. And That's like, right. He's great at like that. a friendship there. That's so funny. He and has, it happens instantly. He has chemistry with other actors. That's crazy. A friendship chemistry, which yeah. is difficult to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's different than romantic chemistry yes. because you can be attracted. If this person's good looking, you're going to be attracted to him. So there's going to be chemistry right. there. But right, a friendship, chem- that's hard. That's really hard. And to make it seem that authentic is, is really tough. And mm. he's really, and the male friendship thing is such a, you know, as for guys, it's so, it's, it's such an important part of being a guy. I mean, obviously I know women have friends too, but I feel like with guys, it's just, I don't know, this is a layer there that I don't know. It's yeah. just a big deal for guys. And it is. So to have it on screen and for it even to appear a little bit inorganic, we'd be able to see that a mile away and you never do with him. Totally. So that's our Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, top five. All right, good. We agreed. Still.
So we're talking uh, Sour Times by Portishead, and um, there is no other time on the show that we would ever hit a Portishead <laughs> song. I, 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 I'm surprised we hit it this time. Um, well, I, I chose it because I really like Portishead. I'm surprised it even charted. I know. Um, this, was their mo- this was their first album called Dummy, uh, and this was the only song that charted in the United States, and it hit 53. I mean, I remember being on the radio. I just, I'm surprised. Like, I remember being on, on BCN. I don't remember it being on like a... No. No, no, you hear it. No, I got surprised even hit fifty three. I'm also surprised how many albums this this sold. It, it sold uh, about four million copies. Dummy, which was that seems really high because it it's such an underrated, under the radar sort of alternative song, and there's such yeah. an alternative kind of band. You just right. you, you kind of have to. I, the only reason why I know this band is because I I hung out with a lot of artistic people and musicians. Uh, that, that, you know, I don't, I don't feel like if I was in a in college, if I were in like a regular college dorm with like regular people. Not musician people. No, I mean, I, I don't think I, I would. I knew this song. I wasn't hanging out musicians. Yeah, but you were listening to alternative music and you like music a lot more. It's I not did. like you would hear this at a college party or something. I did. You did. I did. The first time I heard it, actually, it's funny you say it. That is so The funny. first time I heard this was at a party. I remember where I was. I was playing um, a drinking game with on cards. And it's like, I, I, this is when I was younger. I wasn't drinking a ton back then. Um, I didn't drink very much until I turned 21. But right. I, I was drinking a little bit here playing this game. And um, cause we're in 95. We are in 95. So this was like, but this had already been out for a while. Yeah, so this released, I think, in August of 94, so it was out a bit. No, but I mean, when I heard it, it had been out for a while. Oh, okay, like, yeah, I think me I too. Knew, I knew this song, maybe. I heard this song in BCN, but then I heard the whole album for the first time at a party like a year later. And um, someone just put the, put, the al- put the album on at a party, which is kind of weird, because it isn't like party music. Exactly. And, um, but I remember at the end, oh, this is in, but I remember where I was when I heard it. Interesting. Um, which is interesting, because this, this really doesn't have a huge effect on me, so I'm surprised I even remember that. But I didn't hear it until probably 1998. Yeah, yeah I believe uh, it. And that's when they, they released their live, um, their live record. They did a, like a one-off show in New York and, and released a live record, and it's awesome, actually. And, uh, and so I heard the live version, and I was like, wow. And then uh, my girlfriend at the time had all three of their albums, had Dummy, oh, wow. Portis Head, and then, and then the Live in New York. And so we would play, like, yeah. would, hanging out in a room or something. Right. Where she would play them, and I was like, holy shit. I haven't really heard it since. No, no, me neither. Um, trip. So this is a trip hop band and trip hop is like a, you know, a slowed down kind of hip hop. A lot of times they have female singers, um, kind of in, uh, alternative infused hip hop, not really dance. Like you wouldn't, you don't picture this as like dance hall music. No, um, no, no. And trip hop is very much a sign of like the location it came from. This is Bristol, new, um, Great Britain. You know, this is England. Not Bristol, uh, Connecticut. Home not Bristol, no, it's not. Okay. So no, Chris, not. Chris Berman is not dancing to this. No, he's not. Okay. Um, so right. This style of music kind of had a very, um, line of de- demarcation beginning and end. It was 91 with massive attack. And this song, did you ever hear teardrop? Yeah. Like, all, all, you're right. You're right. Though, man. It's all my fucking nerdy music friends play this shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all they're like, you got to hear the new Massive Attack. I'm like, I, I really I, don't. I'm not. So of the trip hop, so it's Tricky, Massive Attack, um, and you know, Portishead are kind of the big three. Yes. Of the three, Portishead, to me, are head and shoulders above anybody else. I really I really do like it. This album, Dummy, I really like a lot. But, uh, but it, it, Line of Demarcation was 91 with Teardrop. And then the end um, is, uh, is, is Bjork, Homogenic. Oh, that's the wrong fucking one. 
Um, it's this one. Sorry. See, I prefer Bjork to... Uh, no, I don't think Bjork, but I prefer Bjork to Portishead, I guess. I don't know. Oh, Bjork is... So, this is Homogenics 98, but this is like a Bjork infusing um, trip-hop into her music. Mm. I really like that album by Bjork. I like Bjork a lot, but Bjork Homogenic, I think, is a, a fantastic album. But, at, but I think Dummy is probably just as good. They're about par to me, I think. Yeah, we're, we're deep in the weeds here. This is like... You're not... Get, this is like... What is, I'm glad it's our Patreon. Because <laughs> no one listened to this. No yeah, one knows it? this is like... This is really like... I mean, it's fine. It's um something passionate about. But like, uh, it's just... um No, like, it's just... I mean, this is, you know, equivalent of like... And I'm sure I've, I've done it or I will do it. I'll pick like a really like... Obscure. Uh, film. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know. But like, the average person... Like, you know... If I listen to a portrait, I, I listen. I, so I listened to the album uh, the last couple of days. Yeah, um, and she's just she's just so disaffected. And I know there's stuff going on in the background that's probably really interesting oh. if you're into music and stuff. But if you're not into music, you just like want to like listen. If you just like want to listen to a song, it's just not there. Like, I think this is great chill music. You know how you you, you listen to Puffy or something when you want to kind of just chill out, laid back. I don't listen to Puffy when I want to chill and lay out. No, I <laughs> you listen to Big Pop. Who do you listen to? Oh, you listen to uh, nothing. Like that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Wait, are you West no Coast? No point in my life. I can't remember. I, when, I, when I was when I was like seventeen, I had like some Puff Daddy like tapes. I don't know if I would do was that. It, were you a Tupac guy? What was the Tupac? No, the Puff Daddy, I guess. Puff, but I oh, listen, that's what I mean. But I wouldn't listen to him to just chill out. Like, I'd listen to him in the car. Well, yeah, when you were younger, when you were like chill but, out music. It wasn't. It was not chill out music though. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's not what I listen to to chill out. Because this is chill out music. This is if you want to like hang out like smoke uh, a dube fucking play some chess music <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird <laughs> uh, where do you where do you fall like uh i'm, I'm always pronouncing the name wrong i'm sorry uh sigur rose sigur rose there's a couple songs they seem like that i think are good to me it's too they're it's too chill there's not a lot going on. That's the problem with this for me. Oh, I don't. So I find this really interesting. Like, for instance, so the, this, this is the sample it's based on. Um, which is uh, Lalo Schifrin. Yeah. Do you know him? Yeah, it's Mission Impossible guy. Yeah, Mission yeah. Impossible, uh, Enter the Dragon, um, Dirty Harry. Which is really cool. The Mission Impossible stuff is great. Yeah. Really cool sound. So I like this kind of spy infused or spaghetti western infused, yes. um, you know, drop tempo music with her Billie Holiday jazz voice. See, her, she's so disaffected. I don't think she is. I think she sings with, she just has a brittle voice. But she's trying hard. See, I, I almost my attitude when I hear this song is like, if she doesn't care, why should I? No, I think she cares. It doesn't sound like it to me. It just sounds like she's like half. It's just like fucking stone or something. It's the same thing it's with Billy. You know, that's what I feel like when I hear her. <laughs> wake up! Come on, let's go. Um, I, I just smacked her. I'm sorry. That's that's not gonna. That's like go over. I didn't mean to. With the is when I wake up. I don't. You probably shouldn't do that. Is that what you do? You hit that's people a, to wake them up? Uh, maybe Kevin Spacey would. That's why. Okay. <laughs> no, um, I don't. So I think it's very Billy Holiday, uh, which has just a lot it's kind of the it's a sounds like a muted trumpet it's it's just it's that style but i i it's brittle but i don't think it's i don't think it's she's not trying although on the other end of the spectrum is bjork is belting her well, face yeah. off yeah uh, she's got a phenomenal well, voice yeah, a little too much with her though i say that's, that's the other end of the rainbow it's yeah. like all right dial it back honey like all right oh i so i i mean i guess i i like both i like I, the I spectrum mean, I, yeah I, I, don't get me wrong i don't i don't not like this it's fine. I give it like a B minus, I guess. Like it's fine. Motherfuck B minus. This is a really critically acclaimed album. I know too. it really this but this is like 
we're getting into like, and this is why I really like trip hop. I really like the style. This is why we do this show because uh, you know you do the music, I do you know like, and I'm probably gonna like movies that make oh this is critically this is a huge deal, and you're like I don't know I don't I'm sure there's telling you you won't you just don't see it, and uh, there's stuff going on here I can tell is really interesting. Yeah, and it's a good song. It's not bad at all. Um, maybe even a B. Like it's not bad at all. Yeah, I, I have no ill feeling about this. It has, song. it has a lot of layers. So it, it's got the so they did some other cool stuff too. Like they um they made their own samples. So that so they're so Portis has three people, right? It's Beth Gibbons who's the singer. It's uh, Jeff Barrow who was young, twenty four year old producer. He's done a lot of like production and other bands and stuff too. And uh, Adrian Utley is a much older guitar player. He's he's probably ten years older than than both of them. And um so it's three of them making a bunch of different sounds. What they would do is is um, Barrow taught Utley how to sample stuff because because Barrow's the the producer. So they started sampling like a bunch of their own sounds, music, him playing, uh, percussion elements, and then um, getting it down onto a record so that Barrow could play the play that as a record and like scratch over it and 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 play the samples during their live shows. Like they made their own samples. It's really it's cool. cool. And yeah. this is this is before digital recording too. Like now I can do it very easily. It's very easy for me to to manipulate any sound that I want to in a digital format. I just, you know, a few clicks and it does whatever I want. If I wanted to reverse it or put a bunch of effects on it. No, they had to like make all those sounds, put it through amplification, you know, put um, analog uh, either distortion or reverbs on it. They had to do all that uh, in, you know, in a very specific way and then record it and so that they could then use it in their songs. I mean, it's pretty, pretty intelligent and cra- well-crafted music. So what do you give this song? Like a B plus, A minus. This is a this is a really good song. I love this album. This is a great oh, so album. My B B minus isn't that bad. Then made it sound like I was a like A minus. Well, it's not an A plus song. I mean, that's you know, it's not Radiohead. Either, I have a question like, for you. Yeah. Okay. So, do, would you rather live in a world where this exists and Billy Madison exists? Would you rather live in a world where neither exists? Neither. So you'd be willing to get rid of the all of Portis? No, head? I wouldn't. I would not. I'll take no. I, that's just right, yeah. So no, you're answered, answered wrong then. So you you want to live in a world where both exist? <sighs> yeah, I want to live in a world where both exist. Okay. Nice. If I have to choose between the two, that's, just, that's what the question was. But if I could take a pill that would take Billy Madison that's away not from what my, I'm asking you. Well, I'm just now I'm creating my own world. You created your that's, own that's reality. Created my own reality. Dumb, a, what do you mean? Yours is dumb. No world exists like no, that. It's a, it's a, it's not about the world. It's about the choice you make. It's not the science fiction. You just made a science fiction element. You know, you, you're like this pill. That's not what I'm saying. I, I, it's the thing is like, which, what you know, would you rather live in a world with bad and great art? You know, or, you know what yeah, I mean? I it's, do. It's I would. Question. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, you need bad art so that you can understand what good art is. Yeah. Like Billy Madison. No. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> this, so is this something you listen to regularly I now? I have not listened to, no, I think I listened to a lot of it then, like 98, yeah. 99. But it's and not something you go back to, right? No, but I'm going to. Like, oh, really? I'll, I'll re-listen to this now, now that we ran into it. Yeah, um, I will definitely re-listen to this album again. Like, I followed them on Spotify, and yeah, I ha- I don't really know. They released an album, their third album in 2008, and it sounds like it's way out there. Uh, I listened to a couple tracks today. I'm like, whoa, this is different and out there. I'm gonna go back and listen to that too, and see uh, see if I can I can get some fun gems from that one as well. But yeah, I'll listen to this again. All right. Yeah, you won't. Uh, no, I mean, I, I mean, if it comes, if it comes on, like, no, I'm, I'm just, it's, I'm, it doesn't really do anything for me. It doesn't, it's, it's, it's fine. It's not bad. I do didn't, I didn't hate listening to it, but I'm like, I wasn't in a rush to ever hear it again. Do you know this guy Barrel was producing the Nina Cherry? Um, uh, I think it was her debut album, and um, well, maybe no, it was her second album, and and they uh, they wrote some of this album in Nina Cherry's um, 
Uh, kitchen. Nina, who the fuck is Nina Cherry? You don't know Nina Cherry? I don't think so. Oh, I hope so. I hope so bad we, we hit her song. Uh, do you know Buffalo Stance? You know that song? No, maybe. Should I? Yeah, um, I considered... I considered grabbing um, grabbing the track before we, but I I want to I want to hit that song so bad in our in, in sometime I, I just decided I wouldn't. But check out Buffalo Stance by Nina Cherry. It's I think it was like an eighty eight or eighty nine song. I love that song. Her brother's Eagle Eye Cherry, who had a hit in the nineties. Oh, 90s. I know. I can't hit that I know. Yeah, he, she's the older sister, and oh. she, they're both Swedish. Um, there and uh, she was. A, I think there's a. They have a pretty musical family. I think a few of them have hits, and so yeah. Eagle Eye Cherry. I hate that song. I can't remember. Maybe that's the Save Tonight song? Save Tonight, yeah. Is that yeah. the one? Save Tonight, yeah. Yeah. Or Tomorrow's Home. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's, it is that, yeah. It's, that's a shit song, but Buffalo Stance is a very weird, like it's, I sort of equate it to um, uh, Electric Avenue. You know that song? Yeah. We wanna rock. How it's kind of like, it's a definite like song of the times, very 80s song, but yeah. it's really cool actually. Yes, I like It's kind of kind of like that with this, this uh, Buffalo Stance song, Nina Cherry mm-hmm. song. She's like rapping in it and there's, there's like some cool samples and stuff. I, I really liked it, but uh, they were produced or he Barrow was producing that, that record. And so they wrote some of this in her kitchen. Exciting. Uh, anything else? I don't think so. Next week we have, uh, I think a stacked week. Yeah. But what's the Patreon show? Uh, Jackie Brown. Oh, right. Jackie Brown. And did yeah. I, did I already figure out the songs for that? I think you did. I forget what you chose. Are they good? I forget. This was a really tough week uh, for music in 1995. Uh, well, we did um, that Hootie song. Yeah. There, uh, we already done the number one, which was shitty, and I can't remember. Oh. So we had to do number two, and then and then the Hootie. But the rest of that, like I, I basically hated every song, which is why which is why I looked as far down the list as I did to 53 to find the Portishead tune. I want to give our Patreon people a heads up on something. What's that? Uh, so uh, for Christmas, we're going to have. Um, like audience pick uh, for one, one. So audience basically we're going to do a series of, of polls and then whatever week wins this series of polls we're going to do for Christmas. Really? Yeah. Are you sure you want to do we that? talk about that? Yeah, but I thought it would be good to do maybe a fundraiser or something attached to it. Like we could fundraise for a cool, you know, charity and whatever, like, and then do a drawing or something with that. Is that how you, are we, are we just, I don't coming know. Up next month. Are we just like, yeah, we'd have to execute that probably in the beginning of December, but you know, we can, I figured maybe we'd talk about it off air instead of on it. We could talk about it right I now. We already discussed this. <laughs> we, I don't remember doing, uh, I don't remember. I see this getting edited. <laughs> I'm not editing this out. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> they, 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 they don't have to be out. They're, they're fine. fine. Yeah. But uh, I, I thought we discussed this. Are we going to have a series of polls and then maybe we did? We I did. just don't remember. I don't remember. You could be right. Yes. But, uh, but, but do you think that's the best way? Yeah, I know you want to do this fundraiser. You got to. I think it'd be a cool thing. I, I don't know if we have the time to turn around to, to do that. Maybe we could do something in the spring. Well, I promote it and everything. It might be. Maybe. Maybe we wouldn't raise a lot of money. Maybe we would. But cool, like a cool I think like Christmas. I think I think I think we get out of like Christmas. Like people, you know, what I mean, it's like so much. Well, you do the fundraiser for like to you know we would do to feed kids or something. Which but is, maybe we could do. It, but kids are still hungry in March. Are they as hungry as they are on Christmas? Yes. Hmm. I think probably hungrier because there's less shit. There's less charity shit going on. Yeah, you're right. But we feel bad. We feel worse for them around the holidays, don't we? I don't. I, I'm fine. I, I think. I think we talked about. This. I think this is good. I think this is a good way. Because I. How so, are we going to come up with the poll though? Like, what so are, you, are you going to choose eight or sixteen? So here's the thing. Is no. right, uh, that was a, heads, a cool heads up. So the first, <laughs> I'm getting the heads up too. Yes, the first sixteen uh, people to tweet 
it, this isn't going to start until December. Yeah, 1. it doesn't. So just don't, don't do it yet. Yeah, don't don't do let it. the ba- the cat out of the bag. Yet. Yeah, or whatever you can tell. The cat out of the hat. Yeah, but like, don't tell just, anybody. Just, just give me a heads up so you start looking at weeks. But um, yeah, so like maybe December one, you know, whoever the first sixteen to tweet at me that they um have a certain movie, a certain week they want. Yeah, and you know, a movie, and you get like a movie, you know, whatever week, movie song, whatever. And then um once we get all those. Uh, weeks we get the first 16 and then, then we'll we can do, do a poll a four polls right a four each and then the second week we'll do one poll of four and then the winner gets that, that week so i think it should be the movie then not the week so they'll you'll they'll just they'll tweet a movie out and we'll we'll build a week around it we could do that i think that's better because uh, we don't because i um well because our i don't think we want to gift anybody the ability to choose i think mean, you're the right because we have two people that exactly yeah we don't want right, to do so that. just a the movie then. just the movie I like that and then we'll build the rest of the week around it and i'll choose the songs or we'll choose the songs or whatever and i'll choose the other two movies and yeah exactly right. that'd be better i like that all right that's fun so yeah because we'll, we should get some cool we'll announce that in like a week or so but that sounds yeah right yeah because we're getting close right so um and then are we i guess we're not going to go on hey you're staying around right we're not doing so we're, we're not, I'm like, not going anywhere i mean i mean oh you mean we're uh, and we're not taking a break. Through. Yeah, I might go out west in uh, February. We Laura and I talked about maybe going out west for a month. Yeah. Um, if we do that, we'll probably backlog some shows. We're and gonna then, backlog like um, twelve shows, and maybe we do some stuff remote. I don't know. The, the more like, there's a lot of talk of a lockdown, like yeah, nationwide, a federal one. If that's the case, it makes it a lot less appealing to go anywhere because yes, we could go out because the whole thing is like Laura works remote. I'm not working, so I, we can kind of just do whatever. Sure. And uh, why stick around in snowy New Hampshire when we can go to like Arizona and eat outside of restaurants and, you know, kind right. of be warm, be go on hikes and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah, if we went there, we could still go on hikes and stuff, but we, we wouldn't be able, we still would be really. And then who knows what these regulations are. Yeah, if it's are. a federal lockdown, then you maybe you have a hard time getting back or something. How, maybe, maybe, you know, because we don't want to do hotels, we want to do like Airbnbs, no. but what if those are all like shut down? So it was a lot up in the air. So right now we're kind of, and these, these COVID cases just keep spiking. Yeah. It's just craziness right now. So I'm like, Oh boy. But um, during the Christmas holiday, you're staying around too. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going, the earliest I go anywhere is February. Um, not going to affect the show. We're still going to do the show one way. Uh, so a couple episodes might be remote, but you know, the shows will still come out. Yeah. Um, okay. But I don't know what we're doing. We talked about it today. Actually. And we're like, I don't know. You God. still don't know. Are you? Cause I, I just think this could be a federal lockdown. I don't know. I fucking hope not. Uh, see, I'm telling you, the bombs are coming down. They're coming down. So afraid these bombs, <laughs> idiots. Um, so we next week we are in. So my birthday week, the birthday week, which is an amazing week. Yeah, we're gonna start with films. Uh, next time you hear us on Wednesday is gonna be Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Saturday is gonna be Titanic, which Matt's never seen. Um, and then uh, the the Patreon show for you guys is gonna be Jack Around. Um, so that'll be a stack show. We'll definitely be going deep into Tarantino and stuff. I do want to mention too, the other thing I like about these Patreon shows is there's always stuff that pops up in those first two shows that we, do, we forget to, I forget oh, to bring right. up. That's right. So like one thing we didn't talk about all in the, in the uh, Billy Madison one was um, Bridget uh, Sampras. Yes. Right. She's really pretty. See, I don't find her attractive at all. Again, because oh. people were talking about that on Twitter too. And I'm like, this is, she's not my type either. She's got this weird sort of round face. Uh, <laughs> oh, you like a square? You like bizarre? I like a square Superman? face. Yeah, I what, like a stronger what, what, jaw. What? <laughs> She's not my type, but uh, but you know, good for her. And I like Pete Sampras. I respect the shit out of him. He always <laughs> seems to be like a good guy. She just can't act. Like she's in this. No, she's terrible. She was in Billy Madison, and then she followed up with Mortal Kombat. Which is That's funny because right. they make a Mortal Kombat reference in Billy Madison. So I'm thinking, like, oh, oh my god! And they both came out the same year. Oh yeah. Obviously, they're from the video game yeah. in in the movie, but yeah. uh, it's interesting that 
really so 95 must be this weird outlier for her like in one year she was in two and she's done some other stuff since then she's been this she was in the, i know you did last summer so she's oh, been in some did some, you see any of those films i never saw those I saw, oh yeah i did actually i saw him were they any good no, I mean, I was, never drawn, I was never drawn. I said they were hot. Like I remember me and my oh. lady would go see them and be like, you know, that, that Tara Michelle hot. Geller and uh, yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. They're attractive women. You don't, especially back then when you're that age, you don't think they were, you don't think they were attractive. No, I think they're attractive. I don't like this. The Sampras chick. No, well, I think I do. So it's like, Oh, another one. So like, wow. Yeah. Nice. But the slasher films never really appealed to me. I just, I just never would. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> appeal to you. You'd go see it. I the, guess it's like fun. Yeah. Yeah, I liked, uh, which one did I like? I liked the B one. What was the B one? Um, the one uh, where you look in the mirror and you say the word three times, the guy's name. Candyman? Candyman, I like that that's, one. That's earlier. That was like 91. This is like was 97, it? 98. Yeah. There's a little bit of a gap there. I like more of the sci-fi horror ones like Alien, Aliens. That it's, fuck me up. It's not at all comparable. No, You're talking about not. two wildly different things. You're talking about something that's a, like, like a, a, an Aliens, a classic what about movie. Like this the, is just a slasher movie you go with your friends when you're 17 just to like waste a Thursday night. I guess I didn't really do that much. But, no, no uh, friends, right? What, what, you guys, tons you, of you, friends you saw. Too busy bitch. doing like sing-alongs in the dorm. <laughs> that was in college. But, uh, Don't rave me fun. It's like, all right, we get it. You have a fantastic voice. Thank you. Um, but uh, but no, what about the Freddy Kruegers or any of those? Did you watch I those? Watched, I liked them when I was a kid. You did? Yeah, I bet we'll run into them. Um, cause really? they were, were they big? Well, those movies made a shitload of money. Oh. And they, and they're like, the only thing is we have to watch the first one first, but those, those Nightmare on Elm Street and those movies like always open number one. Cause they have this incredibly loyal fan base that just like swamp out. So yeah, so we'll, we'll hit them. I remember, uh, it was a uh, Jason in space. It was like, uh, yes. was that one, like 5,000 or something. Yeah. It's a strange one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we will, um, we'll definitely hit those slash. So actually kind of surprised we haven't really, we haven't hit many horror movies. None have we uh interview with a vampire but that doesn't really count no, that's not hard. yeah so i don't think we've hit that it's, it's strange yeah you figure like the whole scream franchise that's we true. haven't touched on yet um and it's not even like we're hitting weeks where it was like number one we couldn't do because the sequel thing that really hasn't popped up either no we just haven't seen them yeah that's, like that's it hasn't strange. come up like that's odd or any of the marvels or any of the marvels at know. all that's gonna we happen. haven't had many recent years though. That's why I don't know why, but like it's just a weird. But like, those started like 2006, I think. Right? What was Iron yeah. Man? Uh, but like 2010, like that decade is completely underserved in our show. That's true. And it's just weird how it's worked out. <sighs> that's just random. Yeah, hmm. Laura because we the, use a random Laura number. The, right? Yeah, Laura <laughs> picks the week, and um, you know she randomly picks it out, and then we build take around it. We can go. Yeah, that is strange that we're not seeing. I know because it's a whole decade. That's ten years now. I know. Well, I mean, nine years basically. Yeah, we've got to be a year, but. Uh, yeah, that's weird. That's like 25% of the year. Yeah, that should have, that should come up more. Yes. It hasn't. There's only been two. I think 2011, 20, 2013, right? You're right. Yeah, I know. It's very strange. That is strange. Um, but I'm sure we'll get those when we ask for movies in a couple weeks or something to do that. I'm sure Maybe. people will say Marvel. I'm sure, I'm sure Batman Marvel, will come right. out. I'm yeah. sure some of the Marvels yeah. will come and There might out. be the ones that pop up, yeah. Probably. Um, I know like uh, one of our says R.A. Minahan, he wants to do, um, battle. he wants to do like a battle, what is it, the... Travolta movie did. Oh, Bat- Battleship Earth? Battlefield. Or Battlefield Earth? Battlefield Earth. That's really shitty Travolta. Like he, he want, some people want us to do bad movies. That's fine. It is. Because that'll be fun to trash. I don't think, I don't think it's going to win a poll, though. No, probably not. No. Like his great master plan might not, might not work out. I don't think it's, <laughs> it's true. It's true. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, cool. All right. Well, uh, so I, we'll be back on Wednesday with Goodwill Hunting, and we're back to, you know, obviously next week's Patreon show is Jackie Brown's huge. I'm yes. Super excited. That'll be fun. Um, Thank you very much to our of course. to our patrons. Uh, really appreciate it. And anything um, else you want to cover with those two movies that we we did? Uh, we had um, not really. I don't think so. I mean, they're just the. Uh, I said everything. Really I was saying about, how hot that one actress was. So we just didn't bring it up. <laughs> I think that, I think that's it. What no. was the first movie? What was Wednesdays? Oh, I don't even remember. Nineteen ninety five. 
What was it? Oh my god, this is embarrassing. They, they just, oh, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Oh no, I mean, what else? I feel like you covered that well enough. This is a tough time. I think this. I think ninety five is tough. Ah, that shouldn't be. This this week was tough because those two films I wasn't really excited about, didn't care about much, and the songs I didn't care about. The only thing I really cared about was fucking Portishead. Portishead. Yes. That was Which it. Nobody else cares about. Uh, the outbreak, You'll be surprised. People are gonna people are gonna like that Portishead. It's like ten like royal people. Are like, I really, I'm so glad they finally hit Portishead. Well, that'd be twenty percent of our patrons, so it'd be perfect. That's for, that's right. Yes, but not our audience. Uh, but um, right, yeah, no, that's why. No, I mean, all kidding aside, that's why I actually don't mind. I I actually I enjoy having this third show. Yeah, because we are able to like, like if if we hit this week, it would have been kind of tough because like Outbreak was the number one movie that week. It so was. it's like, all right, I mean, Outbreak definitely has people heard of it and stuff, but then we wouldn't have covered either Billy Madison or I probably would have went with Gump. Yeah. Cause so then you, we never right. talk about Billy Madison. And in my opinion, Billy Madison was by far our best show this week. It was our, better than this one. No offense, Patriots fan. I'm going to be honest with Patreon people. Cause like, this is good, but this is fine. And the Gump episode, I didn't love. I think yeah, it's, I know you it's said okay. That. I just didn't love it. Love it well, love it's it. hard to talk about. It's hard to talk about Forrest Gump because what has not been said about Forrest Gump. But I think the Billy Madison one was by far our best episode this week. And if it wasn't for the Patreon, we wouldn't have done it. That's true. So I, I like that it's opening up and like it's opening us up to different things that we wouldn't typically cover. That was our first Sandler too. And it makes sense because it was the earliest one. Wasn't that our first? Well, it doesn't make sense. It's the early first one. It's just random. No, I know, but I'm saying it's interesting too that it was the yes. first time we talked about Adam Sandler. It's really interesting. But it's interesting. He's, he's, he's a huge star. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, I agree. It wouldn't have, we wouldn't have got there. We wouldn't there. hit it. And that was our best one. So that, that's why I like having the third episode. Is that why? Yeah. You also like the funds coming in from the Patreon that can help us, uh, help us help spread us the, the word. But it's fun. You know, it's fun though. Like, you no, know, it really is like to see that week and know, all right, now I have, cause you're locked into number one, no matter what you it are. Is. You and a go. lot of times the number one is the shittiest like uh, option. Yeah. So you're like, fuck. All right. Now I got to find another movie in that top 10. That's, that's really exciting. That's usually not a problem. There's nine movies pick from. Yeah. But a lot of times it's like, oh man, I wish we could have done that movie. Yeah. Like there's a movie. One week we got, we did a, a while back. I think it was like, I remember like the river wild came up or something. I really want to talk oh, yeah. about it. That would have been like, it just didn't work out. Yeah. Like, and it might even been this week if we had a fourth episode, it would have been the river wild, but like, you know, there's always movies you want to talk about, but you can't because you're locked into the, to the to number the, one to the rules of our uh, podcast. Right. The yeah. rules that I made up. So, <laughs> uh, but it's nice having the, uh, the option option. So, and then, then, and then it was easy to pick the birthday week. Cause now it was like, yeah. Titanic was obviously number one. Right. And it was like, all right, well, goodwill hunting and Jackie Brown. Perfect. That's awesome. Got to do it. So. Yeah. Not looking forward to the Titanic, honestly. I've You've seen never seen it. I've seen bits and pieces. I'm just not looking forward to it. I know I'm going to hate it. That's dumb. Don't don't do that. I don't want to. I don't want to. Just uh, go in with an empty slate. Just just relax. Make some popcorn. <sighs> chill out. I'm allergic to corn, so I can't. Such a loser. It sucks. I, I I love popcorn. I'm fucking allergic to corn. But think about this though. Corn syrup is in everything, dude. Everything. It's in soda. I'm having I know. soda right That's now. That's why I never. I think I think my corn allergy was. What a, happens when you have corn? Um, like, oh, I've had uh huge hives. Like, uh, my lip swelled up so big, it, I looked, I looked horrid. This happened even um as of like two and a half years ago. This is why I went carnivore. That was my last straw. I had all these other digestive issues, and then I was having these hives on my face. Seriously, uh, it probably happened four or five times where my lips swelled up so much you would not have recognized me. It was fucking disgusting, and uh, it kept happening. And it was corn, corn syrup. Should you be alive? Like, should like. I was, have, we've talked about this before, how I don't think if I were born a hundred years ago, yeah. I would not be viable. But you I, think I you dead. should be alive. Of course I think I should be alive. You know what I mean? Like, but you, you're, you're like, like, it's like, wow, I'm kind of like, uh, no, I'm bucking the odds. If you will, like, is it like, I, you have all these problems, you but they're gone. No, as soon as I, sw- as soon as I switch my, my diet, diet, my, my diet, as right. soon as I went car, but I think that that, I mean, 
who knows, but I think that I'm eating more as a human should should eat, actually. Yeah, you have a very, very good. We're going to have another show. Because you have, you have. Yeah, we don't have to talk I, about I, that. I definitely want to do like a whole, the whole thing with that. Because you're, you're, once again, you're, you're madness. But you're, but you're the same way though. You eat I mostly, am, you eat very similar to what I do and you're very healthy. I am. But Except I, for your soda intake. That's, that's crazy to me. All the fucking, you, you well, drink and, so and, much, the, and the booze. That's crazy to me. <laughs> <laughs> you should not, you should not be alive. I should be. You I'm have, great. you have, you have crazy constitution, but I, I think, I wonder if you would be even healthier without that shit. Probably. Oh, of course. If I didn't drink soda or drink, yeah. uh, I had alcohol, would I be healthier? Yeah, I would be. <laughs> I think I would But be. you're pretty healthy though. You but do, I, you have I'm, a very good I'm constitution. wildly healthy. Yeah. Uh, but I, I also eat very well. I don't, I don't have. No, I, you I, eat, I eat very, beyond I, the, yeah, I don't even eat fast food or anything. Right. Beyond the, the you, you eat very clean. Yeah. Like your meals are very clean. Right. So I think that definitely offsets it. But for me, I think a lot of my digestive issues came from, um, came, definitely came from, I was mostly vegetarian diet and ate like a lot of corn products and corn syrup. I think that really fucked me up. And that was my last straw. I was, and when Barbara was like, man, you're like, nothing is working for you. You want to try this, try this diet. I mean, you got nothing else to lo- left to lose. I'm like, okay. And it worked fucking worked. But yeah, corn, it's too bad because I love, I love popcorn. Dude. Well then make something that's not corn like what? and just sit back and relax. Like potato pops. Watch some, potato chips, have some potato chips. I love potato chips and too. watch Titanic and just just chill out. Don't hate it. Don't. You're right. I do deserve over. a treat when I'm listening when I'm watching Titanic. It's, I'll have some corn. You I'll like some, James from James Cameron movies? I don't. I know I do. I don't know what it is, but I also hate James Cameron movies. I hate some of them. Some of them are really bad. Actually, are they? True Lies was pretty good. I like the T. The the two first uh, the T one two. We did Terminator one, of course. The, uh, the Abyss I think is a huge underrated. So hugely why, underrated why film. aren't you excited to see this? I'm not sure. DiCaprio. Yeah, I like DiCaprio too. Yeah, I don't know. All right, we ready to end this? We bullshit absolutely. Yeah, a little, I guess. I mean, bullshit. People, they, get, people get to hear us talk. <laughs> that, like a this song. is what we are. We take the show, usually we'll come in, we'll, we'll we talk. We do talk like, for like a half hour we before. We talk for a half hour before the show, just to kind of, it also good thing is it gets this. Yeah, it does. It's just like, you know. Well, I like to talk to you, honestly. Yes, well. All right. Who wouldn't? Uh, and then, uh, and then we do the show, that, and then we, what's that? You're supposed to reciprocate that, but that's fine. I don't know. No, I don't. No, I'm not. Let's <laughs> be honest. Uh, and then we end, <laughs> we, we end the show, usually we'll, we'll bullshit for a little after that, too. Yeah, true. Uh, you know, it's like show really stuff, whatever. But uh, same type of thing. I don't know. Patreon shows. I mean, uh, I don't, these people are our best fans, so I don't, you know. They're probably fine with us talking. Well, they're can, not. Can, they can just, they can just fast forward, just 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 seconds. They're saying, they're talking about nothing again, or, or Matt, Matt has some weird food allergy. <laughs> next, next, next. What's this fucking problem? You know, talk about movies and music. That's what I'm paying the $5 for, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's it then. All right. Uh, thanks again, guys, and uh, talk to you guys on Wednesday.